Welcome back to Unmarvelous, the podcast about two millennials watching the Marvel movies for the first time. I'm Amy. And I'm Graham. What are we going to talk about today? Oh, Oh, man. man. A movie that I'm actually excited about. Yeah. Yeah. El Strain, Doctor, I was trying to think, like, what is the Spanish word for doctor? That's not. Isn't it just. Like El Doctor. See, I was I'm, gonna say I, El Doctor, sure. but I'm I was not like, sure. that, "Oh no, that, oh no!" <laughs> sounds pretty awful if I'm wrong. Um, I'm gonna look it up real quick. Already. Okay, yeah, yeah, do that. that do it's that. a quick research. Yeah, department, yeah, quick research. What is Doctor in Spanish? According to Google, and you know, Google is always correct. It is Doctor or Doctor. Doctor. I'm like a duck doctor. Like Doctor. Well, because in Spanish you say "os," like. Like oh, all the time. Instead of, <laughs> you I'm say O's sure. like O's. This is going back to my high school Spanish class where you, this, you, you know, it's not like a doc, doctor. It'd be doctor. Yeah. Well, here in the Midwest, we overpronounce doctor. Yeah. Doctor. How did the doctor's appointment Going to go? the doctor. Doctor. We're going to go bowling. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I hope I'm right. This is from uh, high school, high school Spanish. Yeah, I mean, I am you helped 31 me. 31 years old. Yeah. So it's been a bit. I feel a little bad that I don't know more Spanish, but here we are. Yeah, you I helped guess. me pass the sure majority did. of my college Spanish classes. Yes. By the majority, I mean, you basically passed for yeah. me. Sure did. Yep. Anyway, so we're watching Doctor <laughs> Strange today. <laughs> what other classes have you guys... Yeah, um, we're watching Doctor Strange today, and this is one that I'm pretty stoked about, like I said before, and I think this is one that we can also do the, like, what did you know about it beforehand? So, Amy. Yes. My lovely co-host. Uh-huh. What did you know about Doctor Strange? Well... I knew that Benedict Cum- Cumberbatch was in it. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, I remember seeing the preview and just thinking, oh, so it's Benedict Cumberbatch in Inception? I think it's Batch. Cumberbatch? I think it's Cumberbatch. Oh, Cumber. Okay. So it's Sherlock Holmes in <laughs> Inception is basically the vibe that I got from the preview. That's actually a pretty accurate... Yeah, it wasn't that off after having seen the movie. So that's really all I knew about it. So how about you? Um, I didn't know much about him from like the comics. The only thing I knew, and I don't know how true this is, but you know this, but the audience doesn't. Uh, one of my all-time favorite actors, like top three favorite actors ever, is Vincent Price. Um and I was always told that they based the original design of Doctor Strange on Vincent Price. Um, I haven't ever researched that, so I could be totally full of shit. But you can kind of see it, I think. Um, yeah. Especially if you look at like the original drawings from like the 70s and 80s. Um, so I knew that. I also knew <laughs> that Doctor Strange was also magic. Versus, like, superpowers. Okay. Um, And I know that was, like, you know, I think for a lot of people that aren't super familiar with Marvel movies, like, the idea that magic is something completely different than, like, a superpower is, like, kind of an unusual thing. Like, I I told, like, we were watching the movie, and I told you this, and I don't, and it seemed like you didn't know that, like, Superman can't do shit about magic. Like if yeah, there's somebody that's that. magic, like he he's like I that's not my I that is I'm not good at that. Yeah, I I was not aware of that. Yeah, so which kind of makes sense because like you know Superman basically just gets his power from our sun because on his planet he's just another 
average. This is a different podcast. Anyway, that's all I knew about... <laughs> Superman's not even Marvel. Yeah, Superman kind of sucks, too. I don't like Superman. But, I don't like him either. Um, he's too powerful. He's too super. He's just... He's too super. Oh, we need him to do a... Oh, what, what, what can we do with him today? Oh, he can also do all of these other things that just fit really perfect with a narrative. He can also fly out and then run on the earth and then turn back time by rotating the earth. Okay, what's funny about that, have you ever heard of a thing, or there's a a DC thing called the Cosmic Treadmill? No. So what you're also describing, the Flash can do. He has a treadmill that he runs on and it can, like, change time. Like, he runs so fast on this treadmill. Okay, that makes (laughs) slightly more sense because... As far as I'm aware, the Flash's thing is that he's really fast. That's true, that's true. When Superman does it, it's like, come on. That's what I mean, like, you're too super. He's too super. But this podcast isn't about Superman. Yeah, because Superman's dumb. I don't want to do a podcast (laughs) about Superman. That's my hot take. So anyway, Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. That's all I knew about him. Okay. So should we go ahead and start talking about the movie then? I would think so. I don't have anything else to say. Let's do it. Here's my first note. Wind chimes tinkling. That's what the subtitles said. Yeah. Sometimes I like to write down the subtitles. Yeah, we do. That's a thing that apparently not a lot of people do. Like we, here's, okay, question of the day, viewers. Uh, Do you watch like TV and movies and stuff with or without subtitles? Yeah, let us know. Because uh, we, I think, if there is an option for subtitles, we will always put subtitles on. Unless um, it's like uh, an episode of The Simpsons or like a comedy or something. Or like a game show. Where, or a game show. So like where if you're reading the joke before they actually say it, then it kind of ruins the joke. Yeah, because it's same, all about timing. Yeah, same with game shows. Like if they have the answer before... I think we did that with Jeopardy for a few episodes, and it just sucked. Yeah, it really did. But, yeah, and I wonder, because, like, I, you know, the kids that I teach, I would, I told them that one time, and they were just like, oh, I can't, I can't stand it. I don't like to read when I'm watching TV, and you're so old, and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Like, but I hate it when there's a movie that will have dialogue that is about this volume for, like, a good 20 minutes, and then Bang! (laughs) Yeah, Star and you're just Wars. like Jesus. <laughs> it's like let's have a consistent volume level here, yeah. and I hate like constantly flicking back yeah. to a volume. It's kind of a pain. That's the hill I'm gonna die on. I feel like I learn a little bit more about the movie when I'm reading the subtitles too. Yeah, and that's that's a lot of for me too. Is like I like to read it so I know what the heck is going on yeah. specifically. Yeah, but this podcast isn't about subtitles. Uh, It seems like right now it's not about the thing that we're originally going to be talking about. Maybe we can get into Doctor Strange at some point here. Should we continue? I don't know. I mean, like, what's what's going on with you? What's new with you? Uh, Just playing Animal Crossing and... Oh, yeah? um, Are you the kind of person that would kick your villagers out if you don't think they look... We watched this video (laughs) about this asshole... Who was trying to get rid of one of his villagers, and it was just like a cute little cow, and he just kept making the cow fall in these holes. It was so mean. (laughs) Like, I'm not saying you gotta like everyone. I'm not saying you gotta even really be nice to everyone, but like, you could just ignore the ones that you don't like. That's what my mom always said. Yeah. You don't you like somebody, or uh-huh. you don't you, you don't have anything nice to say. Just don't say anything yeah, at all. Exactly. That's that's what I'm saying. Although the there's f- so many bullies on Animal Crossing being rude to their villagers. The funny one though was the guy that put his like ant eater on a little patch of an island and then surrounded it with water. So and then he put a sign next to it that just said "Loser Island." <laughs> it was funny but mean. Funny yeah, if you're going to be... Here's the takeaway from this conversation. If you're going to be a bully, be creative. Yeah. <laughs> but don't be a bully. <laughs> but if you are, be creative. But, but don't be one. But if you, but we if you decide... We don't condone bullying. <laughs> don't let them think we condone bullying. Uh, but I will always support creative people. Okay. 
Should we get back to Dr. Yeah. Strange now? <laughs> okay, let's go. Yeah, it's, it's for realsies. So after the wind chimes. We don't want to make a super long podcast. Yeah, we're going to. nothing. Yeah, I don't want to go off on any, on any tangents today. Some tangents, but <laughs> <laughs> not a ton. Okay, here we go. Oh, we did get a lizard. That's new. <laughs> Sorry, keep going. We did. Three wise men bringing gifts. I don't know. There's some cloaked people with hand zappies. They tie a guy up with their hand zappies and chop his head off. Wow. A woman says it's a bad ritual, so they go through a portal into modern day. (laughs) And there is a shattered glass effect. A person in yellow is a quote-unquote hypocrite. He manipulates the building's inception-like. Yeah, this whole movie, I'm just going to say it now. It's like, don't have to say it again later. This whole movie to me seems like the like special effects designers had a meeting, like a production meeting. They're like, have you guys ever seen that movie Inception? Yeah. Uh, okay. What if we just did a lot of that? Like buildings falling in on each other. Sounds great. Okay. I'll get to work on it immediately. And that's all we're going to do. <laughs> I mean, it was still really cool, though. I'm not like dogging yeah, it. Yeah, it was cool. But like you could very much see the Inception influence on this movie. Right. This said also has hand zappies and starts beating them up. Man makes a portal with his hand and jumps through it with some others. The yellow cloak makes a ring and sends it down the street. And so that's kind of the beginning part. And then we go to Sherlock, who's doing surgery and talking about music at the same time. Yeah, it's that, like, he's doing that that game that your dad does sometimes. Like, we'll be together for something, and if there's, like, nothing is going on, he'll just, like, put on Spotify or something, and, like, he'll play, like, part of a song and be like, what's the song? Oh, yeah. Like, when I watched it, I was like, that's, huh. Yeah, that's exactly what we do. Yeah. I, this was just a question. Does Benedict always play a super smart guy? I mean, he, he looks like a super smart guy. I guess. You know what I mean? Like, he's not, like, super attractive. Yeah. But he looks like he could just wipe the floor with, like, beating you in chess. That's true, I guess. Regina George comes up and tells Benedict about a patient with a bullet and brain damage. Regina George is, um, I don't know her real name, the actress that played the girlfriend. or Regina George was a character on Mean Girls. Oh, I've never seen Mean Girls. Yeah, so I don't know that. Oh, name. okay, but I have seen enough memes about it. Because, like, is, is she the one that was like, you can't just ask people if they're poor or something? Was that her? I think I, so, Because yeah. I've seen that meme, like, yeah. that still from that movie. Yeah, Regina George was, like, the queen of the mean girls, basically. Gotcha. Yeah. So right. that's who she is in my notes, I think. Okay, that just ma- that makes sense, because I was like, I have no clue who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. The listeners will understand, I think. Probably. So they do surgery on the patient, and he takes the bullet out. Benedict and Regina talk about stuff, and they'll probably get together at some point. Or I guess maybe they had a past. Eh, don't really care. Was this before or after? Because there were, like, in the very beginning, there were, like, two surgery scenes. Yeah. Was this the one that, like, she came in, and they were about to make that guy be, like, an organ donor? Like, they thought he was dead, and they were going to call it? And then he's like, no, there's a bullet that's in there and it's like causing something. Yeah. That is part. that so? Okay. Yeah. Cause yeah. then, cause that was like showing the audience that like, cause they were like, oh, you need to get a machine to like, like get the bullet out or something. And he was like, there's no time. There's no time. I'll just do it by hand. <laughs> My coordination's so good. And so they're good. like, no, you're a rebel. And he's like, I'm going to do it. And then he did it. And it's like, whoa, he's so great at what he does because he's smart looking. Because <laughs> he looks smart. And we're pretty sure he might be English, because that accent's not very good. <laughs> not great. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Strange gets all dressed up and goes zoom, zoom in his fancy car. Stud Muffin McCansom pants the third note. The guy calling is talking about Rhodey. Oh, yeah, because he was like, because he was driving to that uh, medical conference, and he, it kind of had like a house kind of vibe to it, where like he was... Driving and the guy was like giving him like weird 
patients with diagnoses or things they needed help with. And the first one was like a colonel who was in some kind of prototype suit of armor broke his back. Yeah. And he's like, ah, pass. Yeah. Nice catch. I, yeah. I wasn't really paying attention to that. So got in a car wreck. I expected that. Um, Stud Muffin McCants and Pants, the third note. His hands got crushed. Oh, no, his hands. <laughs> oh, yeah, because, like, they had, like, a really slow-mo where, like, it just zoomed in on his hands and it crushed him, like, in the steering wheel thing. Yeah. Like, this part reminded me a lot of, so there's a book that when I was younger, I went through this, like, really reading-heavy phase where, like, I just bought, it was, like, right when Amazon was, like, really big, I think. And or it was like just kind of becoming like a household thing. And I bought a bunch of books and there was one book that I bought. It was called The Gargoyle um, by I think it was Andrew Davidson. And it had a really similar beginning to this movie that it's like this guy is a, I can't remember what he does, but he's like some big playboy billionaire or something. And he's in a car. But I think in the book he's like doing drugs or something. And he uh, something happens to his Lamborghini and it falls like off the side of a cliff and it explodes into fire, like just flames. And he's stuck in there and he's like basically being cooked alive. And then immediately, once he gets like to well to, to medium rare, his car slides in the water and then immediately just like kills the fire. And so, like, his body's like he's still alive and he just like is Wah. and then he wakes up and he's like covered in scars and stuff but like the the opening bit of like him getting in that car wreck to me just seemed like really familiar i gotcha yeah that book though then it goes into this weird thing where he was like had a secret lover from a past life who made gargoyle statues hmm. yeah it was pretty good but <laughs> <Poor guy>. <laughs> <laughs> he's in the hospital regina is next to him he's got lots of steel in his bones he says he could have done a better job on his surgery. And <laughs> well, it's funny. When that happened, you were like, <laughs> you made a little comment. You were like, oh, we gave you some Wolverine claws. <laughs> it's <was> pretty funny. <laughs> like, we why are you so mad? <laughs> we decided that uh, since we couldn't save your hands, we'd go ahead and give you some Wolverine claws. <laughs> Doctor Strange is trying to make his hands better. Um, he's being a dick to people and has shaky hands. He says he's nothing without his work, and Regina says there's other things in life that add meaning, and he said, what, like you? And then I started writing in all caps. I said, Regina, just leave. Just leave. You don't need to take this. Yeah. And then then she left. Yeah, she did. So, cool. The the character building in this movie is already way better than, like, almost all the other Marvel movies. Oh, yeah. Like, it's good. Like, that's the thing I kind of noticed through this movie is that Doctor Strange, to me, seems like Tony Stark that's not a complete, like, dick. Yeah. Like, he is in the beginning, kind but then, of. like, he genuinely, like, learns from it. Like, I feel like he's like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm going to actually put my actions and words and change my behavior. and Right. Whereas Tony Stark, it always seems like there's something behind there's it. There's always something with him. Doctor Strange finds a guy playing basketball. Um, his name is Pangborn. And he tells him a story about elevating his mind. So he tells him about Kamar... Kamar... Taj? Do you want to say it better? Kamar Taj? <laughs> He tells him about a place uh, in Nepal. Yeah, he does. Do you want to try? No, keep it going, better? keep going, keep going. <laughs> what? Just that you're like camera time. <laughs> I'm not confident with my pronunciation. That's what some teachers do when they don't know a kid's name. Is they'll say the first couple syllables really loud and yeah. then be like, <laughs> be like, Nathan. Yeah. And hope that they'll look up because you're, like, too embarrassed to remember their names. Yeah. So uh, this is when I wrote, he's a tall boy? How tall is Benedict? Because he, you could, he just looked really Yeah, he was, tall. like, towering over all the Nepalese people. Yeah. 
Let me um, look it up. We, it was like I think he's just six foot or yeah, something. I think just six foot. Yeah, yeah, so not like crazy tall, but I don't know. On the tall side, huh? Yeah. Walking through Nepal, cloaked guy is following him. Folks trapped him and asked for his watch. He doesn't, so they start beating him up. And he tries to punch one of them with his hands. Shaky, shaky hands. Like, kick him. If you're going to make a dumbass decision like that, at least do it to, like, I thought you were smart, bro. Like, kick him. Yeah. Your feet aren't broken. The cloaked guy takes them down, and then I just wrote Organization 13 because Mm. um, it just looked, the cloaks just looked like Organization 13. If you don't know what I'm talking about, that's fine. If you do, then great. Yeah. Uh, I don't need to go any further into it. Yep. More do or whatever leads. <laughs> okay. His name is Mordu. I think his name is Mordo, maybe? His name is Morgo. I think it's, wait, Mordu? I think his name is Mordo. I, uh, okay. Well, I called him okay. Mordu because we recently played the Brave video game. Mordu. Which is surprisingly pretty decent. And, uh,. Moreto was after Mordu the whole time, so we just we just said that name a lot. If you could, would you change your fate? If you could change your fate, would you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Mordu or whatever leads him <laughs> to the right place to see the Ancient One. The Ancient One says, reorienting the spirit can heal the body, and Doctor Strange shits on chakras and stuff. What was funny about that whole thing is that they, what was clever about that is they set up, like, the casual racism that Doctor Strange had. Because, like, when he first walked in there, and they're like, here's the ancient one, he picked out the dude that, like, had the massive Fu Manchu in, like, I don't know, like, kind of a, some kind of Asian, like, Japanese garb, who, like, looked like, um, oh, that guy in Kill Bill. Uh, you've never seen Kill Bill, have you? Nope. Um, well, anyway, he like the you, in your head if you picture like an old wizened kung fu like grandmaster, like he went to him and he's like, "Hi, ancient one." Yeah. And then it, the ancient one was Tilda Swinton. Right. That was good. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "That's clever. That's clever." So the ancient one punches his spirit out of his body, and his spirit looks confused and pops back in. So that is called the astro form. Which okay. makes sense, yeah. Yeah. So then she like sends him through space and he sees a butterfly and he goes through some portal thing. A bunch of labyrinth hands grab him. Which way do you want to go? <laughs> well, since I'm going down, I might as well keep going. No, go up. Go up. That was a part of the labyrinth I always like. was like, you're being an idiot. Ask them to take you back up. I see. Because it was by the two doors, one leading him right to the castle, and then one leading him to certain death. How can you argue with Jennifer Connelly's <sighs> decisions? I mean, she is so <laughs> beautiful. I, I don't know. <laughs> How has this come up in, like, three of our podcasts? <laughs> you all know <laughs> Cram's crushed by now. <laughs> Yeah, a bunch of labyrinth hands grab him. He's got hands with hands, lots of hands, <laughs> wild effects, and I kind of love it. I kind of love it the most. Then there's that sweet uh, TikTok mouth effect where it's like it zooms out, but then there's something in, in Oh, the yeah, mouth. yeah. I feel like that's a TikTok thing. I don't know. I don't have TikTok, but I've seen some TikTok videos. Yeah, I mean, it, it has that, like... Viral video kind of thing. Yeah. Doctor Strange says, teach me. And she's like, nope. The Ancient One is worried about folks. She teaches going to darkness. As is tradition. As is tradition. Kaecilius is the bad guy, but I'll just call him Kale because Kale is also the bad guy. Have you ever tried Kale? Yeah, it's not bad. I mean, it's not... It's not great. It's definitely not the... I mean, it's like the hipster vegan bacon, and I don't get it, but it's not the best. 
Yeah, it's not great. If I'm just saying, if you're gonna go with a leafy green, spinach all the way. Yeah, spinach is so versatile. So good. Oh, I was gonna say this before I forgot. Um, so the funny thing is, I've been listening a lot lately to Mysterious Universe, which is another podcast where they just talk about like Bigfoot and like conspiracy theories that are that are more more lizard people than like deep state. <laughs> Um, cause if it was deep state stuff, I would like shut that shit off like immediately. Um, but one of the things they talk about on there is like, they usually read books written by people that are like headlong into this kind of stuff. So it's not necessarily they're peddling it. It's they're like, here's something somebody written or that somebody has written this is bonkers. Um, and one thing that comes up a lot is remote viewing. Have you ever heard of that? No. It's this idea that like you're... <laughs> Because they kind of do it in the movie several times. It's like the idea that you can leave your body and then, like, see things around you. So, like, it's like an out-of-body experience, kind of. Okay. Um, But I know there's other people that, like, have said, have claimed that they will, like, leave their body and go to, like, this astral plane of existence and, like, see the Godhead and all this kind of stuff. So, like, that's a thing that... It seems like really far fetched, and it because it is. But that's also a thing people say that they've done. Okay, I got you. Doctor Strange is sitting on a doorstep. They open it after five plus hours. Mordu gives him the Wi Fi password. Teehee. I think there was a funny joke in there. Yeah, because it was like he handed him this old parchment that had the weird word on it, and Doctor Strange was like. Like, what is that, my, like, my personal mantra? And Mordu's like, no, it's the Wi-Fi password. What do you, we're not heathens. Yeah. <laughs> Watch was important because Regina. Dang. Bless you. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it wasn't an important note early. Um, the Ancient One shows Doctor Strange her hand zappies. Benedict meets Wong and lists a lot of folks who just go by one name. That was also kind of amusing. Yeah, the, the comedy in this is pretty funny. Also, Wong is the best. I like Wong. Super advanced books. One has pages missing, stolen by Kale. People used to think I was funny. Did they work for you? That was good. That was Yeah, that was good. They've, they've got some zingers in yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boop, yeah. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> I wish you could see Amy when she did that I hope the snaps picked it up Because she did that and put snappy fingers Right next to her mouth <laughs> I had to To pick up the <laughs> to pick up Yeah I know, I know it was very important It was just it was <laughs> delightful beep, 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 beep. Yeah Kale does some ritual and gets some weird raccoon eye makeup He spins a church around internally I think it's a church Some kind of temple place Yeah because they were talking about how there's like an evil being. It it's kind of like one of the like in Lovecraft stuff. It's kind of like the great old ones. It's like it's like a great old one that devours planets and stuff. And he's like beyond time. Okay. And I think the I don't know if you learned this yet, but like he's trying to get that power to like stop time and mm-hmm. which I think the logical conclusion would be like to stop death. Yeah. And for some reason his eyes got dark. Yeah. What happened? Got raccoon eyes. Raccoons. Sling ring, focus and visualize. He's got little sparks, so he's trying. Guy without a hand shows Benedict what's up. I don't remember that. Yeah, oh, that was yeah, yeah, that yeah. was the, the Fu Manchu character. Yeah. yeah. The Ancient One takes him through a sling ring portal thing there on Everest. And she pieces out so he can try to get back. He is very cold. This is a teaching style that I would not appreciate as a student. You know, that happened to me once. Not like, obviously not ending up on Everest <laughs> in the portal. So no one took you to Everest no, no, and no. just left you there? Um, I used to work in the summers at a feed yard. It was it was awful. Like, I think, honestly, honestly, I think the guy that did it just, like, wanted to give kids in my town just, like, something to do to, like, mm-hmm. pay them. And so we had to literally paint cattle pens. Like, that was it. We just painted cattle pens, like, for all day. And this is, like, I mean, this is northwestern Kansas, so it's, like, when it's the summer, the humidity is, like, almost, I mean, it's it's just awful. It's really awful. And it's hot, and there's no trees or shade or anything. 
and they had all these really old farm pickups. If you've ever seen a farm pickup, those things are just like gross and dirty and like like it seems like they're being held together with like paper clips and and like <laughs> glue, you know. Yeah. Um but all of them were stick. And like when we first did it, I was with my buddy and like neither of us knew how to drive stick. And one of the things they did to my friend, um, we were, I was with them, they taught us how to do stick, is they drove us out, like the guy that was in charge of the thing, drove us both out, like way out, like a couple miles back from the main area, mm-hmm. and this vehicle had stick, and then he had his buddy pick him up, and he's like, all right, you're going to have to figure out how to get back, and then he wow. just left. And so we're like two miles out. <laughs> Nothing like some panic to get you really yeah. thinking. And then later that day, this is not a joke, my friend ran into the side of the building. Yeah. Because, like, also, like, stick vehicles, they're, it's just, like, the brakes are weak. It's just, it's a very different kind of a vehicle. Yeah. So, not Everest, but, you know, I was in a shitty situation anyway. Yeah. Because wow. it was a feed yard, there's a lot of shit everywhere. That was, uh-huh. yeah, it smells really bad there. It, it smells bad, yeah. I get it. Back home, they'd always say, oh, you know what that smell actually is? It's the smell of money. Um, so he makes it back, but yep. he's he's very, very cold. Yeah, he's a chili boy. He he shaves, and I'm not a fan. Oh, yeah. like the That's like his, like Dr. Strange's style yeah. like from the 70s. I'm just not a fan, but yeah. that's fine. It's, it's his body, his choice. Wong is listening to Beyonce, and Dr. Strange takes books by using portals. Yeah, because he like figured out now how to finally do it. Um, his spirit is reading while he sleeps, which seems like a great way to get through grad school. I have a couple books that can teach you how to remote view. Oh, well, that seems like enough work <laughs> that it would just be easier to just study. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Ancient One shatters the air and shows him the mirror dimension. He asks about the threats, infinite dangers, and then Benedict and Mordu fight. I don't know. I think you there's a there's a break in there. Yeah. Because like you talk about the infinite threats, and then like later, the next scene, Mordu and him are like fighting and just kind of talking. Yeah. Because this is where he's like, I got this stick whip thing. Yeah. It chooses the... The Watton chooses the, the wizard, Mr. Strange. the wizard. Mordu shows staff of the living tribunal. Yeah, that's the whippy staff. Okay. And tells Dr. Strange to conjure a weapon and fight. Dr. Strange writes an email to Regina. Hold on, really quick. Before that, because this is... they Before they fight, they're talking about the Ancient One. And Benedict is like what do you know about the ancient one? And he's like, nothing other than she's really old and Celtic. And this is an interesting side note. So in my class, um, whenever we get to like casting in a show, like I have a unit where we talk about that kind of stuff. I always like to bring up, like we talk about whitewashing and like why casting ethically is like really important. Yeah. And I always like to bring this one up. And the reason for that is because, in the comics, the ancient one is actually a Tibetan, like, old man, like a Fu Manchu old man. And this one, it's a white lady that's Celtic. Yeah. Um, and so before I even explain what that is or, like, why they did that, I always ask the kids, like, do you think that's okay? And, you know, normally they'll be like, that's, that seems, like, weird. It doesn't, like, yeah. it seems like why, that's a weird thing to do because we would talk about other examples of whitewashing. But this one's really interesting because... When they did the movie, they were, like, there was a lot of reasons why they made Tilda Swinton the ancient one. China is a huge importer of American culture. Is that the right word? Importer? They import I from suppose. America. Yeah. Um, and in the comics, the ancient one is Tibetan. And if you know about history of Tibet, China don't like Tibet. Mm-hmm. So already there's like this, well, shit, so we can't make it Tibetan because like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then I was, uh, the other thing is that they, the creators were like, well, okay, so then maybe we could just make Asian person. 
Mm-hmm. And then they're like, well, shit, if it's an old guy, it could be a Fu Manchu. And that's mm-hmm. not okay. And they're like, well, what if it's a, a woman? Then they're like, well, <laughs> well, shit, if it's a woman, um, it could be a dragon lady. Mm-hmm. Do you know what that is? Yeah. And they're like, okay. And then they're like, what if it's the other one? Then it's like, well, then it's the um, oh, shoot, dragon lady and um. a Madam Butterfly. But that's that's a thing. But I, you know what I yeah. mean. And so they're like, well, so you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. And they're like, we don't really want to engage in like an Asian fetishization that is unironic. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Whereas like in the beginning when they like Benedict thought that old Fu Manchu looking guy was the ancient one. Like they were subverting that intentionally to like show the audience that like, no, you, you have casual racism too kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and so I guess they decided to do like this because they're like, well, what's the least offensive thing we can do mm-hmm. that kind of makes sense? And so they chose, I guess they chose, they, they kind of landed on Tilda Swinton being the ancient one hmm. from the Celts. Okay. So anyway, continue. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Doctor Strange makes a weird time thing with his hand. He tries it on the book and the pages come back. No Why didn't any, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no one else thought of that. Mordu and Wong are mad that he's messing with that stuff, and they say not to tamper with natural law. He says something about he, how he has a photographic memory. I don't remember why he said that, but he did. I think it was like, how did you learn how to do everything? Or like, we'll take it away or something. He's like, well, it's, you can, but I, oh, it's all up here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They talk about sanctums and how they protect the world. Sorcerers protect the sanctums from threats like Dormammu. Yeah, that okay, so that's the big old one. The big old guy. Like the ancient one. Uh-huh. And the sanctums, to me, are reminiscent of, like, Kingdom Hearts. Another Kingdom Hearts reference. Yeah. Where it's like all these different things are portals, different worlds, and they're, they're basically Sora, Donald, and Goofy. Yeah. And they have to go and they protect the world when other people come in. Wow, maybe that's why I like this movie so much. <laughs> it's basically Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everybody's Xehanort. Kale stole pages to contact Dormammu, basically. Doctor Strange said he just wants to heal his hands, not fight in a war. But I think he's going to end up fighting in a war. Oh, yeah, he's totally going to fight in a war. He totally fought <clears throat> in a war, yeah. Kale comes in and does a thing. I hate when I do that. <laughs> I can't be more specific about it. He came in and did a thing. Benedict is in London. He walks into a room with three doors, opens one, and it's the ocean, and he turns a knob, and it's the desert. Yeah, they're like fighting in that. It's like a room that has antiquities in it that are mm. like like really famous old archetype or, or, or uh, artifacts. And Kale's cronies are fighting him. Yeah. Or are they fighting him yet? Um, I, I don't know. <laughs> we're, we're at a fight scene right now. Wait, things are happening. Things are happening. Kale comes in and summons a weapon. He and the protector of the sanctum fight. Strange and Kale fight. Strange tries to run, but Kale pulls him back. He makes little shields, but one goes missing. Oh, that yeah, he's it like shaking it. Funny. Because he was like, he he used his hand magic and like one of them worked and the other one didn't. And he was like shaking his, shaking it to try to like get it to work again. Oh, yeah. Kale inverts the building and smacks him around. Inception. Yeah. Strange sends folks into different portals or whatever. Still fighting. A cloak saves him. Cool, I guess. The cloak holds him back. Did I say that right? What? The cloak holds him back. Yeah, yeah. Also funny. Yeah. You ever, like, say something and then how you said it sounds different than how you said it out loud? Yeah, oh, yeah. I thought yeah. I said something wrong just then. No, no. I mean, it's a, also just a weird sentence. Yeah, I think I think that's what it must have been. So Strange throws a thing. There I go again. <laughs> he throws a thing on Kale, and it kind of traps him. Yeah, well, to be fair, like, how would you, like... It's like a, a little jail. Yeah. A personal jail. Personal jail. Kale says Dark Dimension is a place beyond time where you can live forever. 
Kale says Dormammu is cool because he hands out eternal life freely. He's kind of trying to put the Ancient One in a bad light, I guess. Well, that revelation hasn't came just quite yet, right? I don't know. I, I wrote that in my notes, so... Oh, that he is p- trying to put the Ancient One? Because he was saying that Dormammu is so cool because he's, like, giving out eternity oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. freely. Whereas the Ancient One is like, nah, you can't have eternity. Yeah, yeah okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or eternal life, whatever. Mm-hmm. A Kale crony comes in and hurts Strange, and the cloak saves him again. He's hurt, so he goes through a portal to the hospital, and Regina helps him. His spirit pops out of his body, and she can see his astral body, or his astral form, or whatever. Yeah. Kale crony finds the portal and comes into the operating room, so the astral bodies of Strange and... The Kale Crony are just like fighting. Yeah, yeah. While the uh, Regina is it's like trying to operating. save his life. Yeah. yeah. Vending machine. Doctor grabs more snacks. That was pretty funny. That was good. This is okay. This is what my notes say. The O equals voltage helps Strange kill the Crony. I don't think. I'm guessing there's a typo in here somewhere. The O equals voltage. Yeah. I don't know what helps Strange kill the crony. Well, I think what happened is she, Regina, like, cranks up the defibrillator. Oh, yeah. And he, like, holds onto the crony as she's juicing him. Yeah. Regina stitches him up. He realizes he was an asshole. Regina doesn't believe his story. I mean, she saw his astral body, so... Yeah, I mean, at this point... (laughs) I don't know. He shows her the portal, so I guess she believes him now. (laughs) Mordu says the cloak of levitation came to him. Yeah, interesting that the scene before that, they're like, choose your weapon. Oh, you're not ready yet. Yeah. Did you get, uh, did you ever watch Spawn or read the comics? Oh, that, the cloak very much to me has a Spawn vibe to it. I gotcha. Like the cloak has kind of like it's, the cloak is like almost its own character. Okay. Yeah, I'm it's pretty not, cool. not familiar. Yeah. Kale folds matter outside the mirror dimension. Only New York and Hong Kong sanctum remain to protect from the dark world. The I've been ancient... having these weird dreams lately. <laughs> I've been having these strange thoughts lately. Like, is this all real? That's, or a, is that's it? a deep cut. <laughs> we'll give you a shout out, the first person who can email us and tell us what that's from. Why would that be a deep cut when we've already talked about don't, it? Well, don't you... Because they don't know. <laughs> we haven't said what it's from or anything. Mm. Okay. The Ancient One says he's got an ego problem. Strange says the Ancient One does the rituals to stay immortal. Yeah, that was the big, like, what? Oh, we hit a harmony there. We'll never hit it again. Yeah, no, never again. Mordu and Strange are yelling at each other. Kale cronies are coming in. Mordu jumps in to fight. Strange brings him into the mirror dimension so he can't affect the real world, I guess. Strange and Mordu run out into traffic. More Inception stuff. Yeah, well, because they also realize that, like, Mordu looks at Strange and is like, You idiot! We can't get out now, and he could still kill us in this! You didn't really solve our problems! Yeah. <laughs> Stanley is on a bus reading The Doors of Perception by Huxley, and he says it's hilarious. There's probably some meaning in that, but I've never read the book or yeah. even really heard of it. Yeah, um, I mean, I know that, is it Aldous Huxley? I think so. Yeah, he's like a pretty big name in science fiction, but that's all yeah. I know. Because didn't he, did he do A Brave New World, or is that Yeah, he else? did, I think. Yeah, 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 and I've never, that was a, never read that. That was the first book that I listened to while driving to grad school. Like, my commutes to grad school, I started listening to audiobooks, and that was the first one I picked. Did you like it? It was fine. What's it, it, like, just really quickly, what's it about? (sighs) I can't remember. It was, it was a couple years ago. Fair enough. I don't remember. Cities collapsing in junk, running and MC Escher stuff happening, Ancient One 
does draw power from the dark dimension, we find out. Because she got the head wobbles. The head wobbles, yeah. The Ancient One and Kale talk, and she tried to protect him from himself. Eh, Pretty weak argument, but okay. Kale stabs the Ancient One and shoots her through a portal. She falls, and onlookers see. Yeah, that was a... That was a Yavare moment. And I'm Yavare. Portal back to the hospital, trying to save the Ancient One. Uh, Sends his astral being out, chases after the Ancient One. She's flying away, and then she talks about seeing terrible futures. Yeah, and she's also like, I've looked into my future, and it always stops at this point. Oh, I I missed that or forgot about it. Well, she, yeah, because well, yeah, that's like the first thing she said. She was like, I've always seen this for my future, and I never get past this point. Mm. Yeah. And then he's like, well, can you see my future? Or something like that. She's like, some of them or something. Mm. Kind of weird like that. Yeah. Um, the lesson she tells him, it's not about you. Yeah. I, she said something at the end that was like, when are you ever going to learn that it's not always about you? Yeah. But I don't remember what that was in reference to. Me neither. Pangborn constantly uses magic to walk. Drew power for the greater good? Yeah, that's she like her thought was that she needs to draw power from Dormammu and like the risk that it takes is greater than if she didn't do that. I don't know what all I mean, I think the assumption was that she did it with or so she could be immortal. But there, my guess is that she probably did it with, like, there's other things she did, too, to keep things safe. Like, it probably wasn't just to be immortal. Yeah. You know, they're probably also like, I've been around the longest. I kind of know what the hell's going on. Yeah. Also, here's all this other stuff that I've been doing, but I'm just, like, we're just not going to, we only got two hours. We can't talk about all that other stuff, too. Mm-hmm. Mordu and Strange together can stop Dormammu. And he's very conflicted. What? Mordu is very conflicted. Yeah, yeah. Knows she's dying and just wants to watch the snow. And then I said she's a goner. Strange is washing his hands, and the cloak is standing up behind him. He reaches for Regina's hand, an actually touching moment that I don't actually hate. Yeah, their relationship makes sense. It really does. Best relationship in a Marvel movie, I think. So far, yeah. Wong and Kale meet up. They're about to fight. Benedict says Ancient One is dead. Mordu is upset. They need to go to Hong Kong and fight together. Um, the Sanctum's already fallen by the time they get there. Mm-hmm. And Kale is trying to get Dormammu to come into Earth. Yeah. And I don't know if you ever mentioned that Dormammu's big thing is he wants to eat Earth. Because apparently, like, they said something about how, like, Earth is his most coveted, like, like he just really fucking wants to eat Earth. I'm never, never, never. Yeah. And I don't know why. I didn't say why, but he's like, Earth is, yeah, Earth has the barbecue people. Uh, I don't know. I mean, mean, like, I don't know what, they didn't say why, but. Earth is probably delicious. Yeah, we're so fat. Think about all that artificial, like, (laughs) flavoring. Yeah. We have so much MSG on this So much MSG. (laughs) (laughs) Doctor Strange does the time thing and scoots everything back. Kale and Strange fight while time is reversing. That, that was, was so cool. cool. Yeah. Restore the Sanctum so they need to protect it. Strange floats up into the Sanctum. And then I just wrote, this has to look so silly before all the effects were added. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. I could not imagine. Well, I can't be in. I cannot imagine being an actor in general because that's just not what I do. Um, but to be an actor in front of a green screen seems kind of hilarious. Yeah, well, and funny you mention that because, like, I mean, I've never acted for movies, but I it would be hard for me I just imagining it. Mm-hmm. But, like, have I ever told you the story? Uh, even if I did, I'm going to tell it again because the audience might not know. Yes. That in the Hobbit movies... Um, Ian McKellen, who plays Gandalf, was doing some acting, and during The Hobbit, not during Lord of the Rings, during The Hobbit, he, like, broke down and just started weeping. 
and everybody was like, what's going on? What's going on? And he was basically like, they're like, I'm just acting like I'm just in front of a green screen. Yeah. There's not even people like I'm not even acting next to the people that are in the scene with me. Right. He's like, this isn't acting. This isn't what I signed up to do. This is like this. Cru- this is crushing me. Yeah. So that's like one horrible like side of it. Yeah. Yeah. I could. Poor guy. I mean, I'm not going to get on my pedestal of why theater is better than movies because that will be here all night. Yeah, let's not for yeah. this one at least. But you can throw in little bits here and there. <laughs> <laughs> we have a lot, a lot more podcasts. Tonight, yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Strange lands on some colorful goo and bargains with Dormammu. Hand shields, laser vomit. Laser vomit. I don't know. I don't know. What am What am I thinking when I write things? Sometimes? I'm just trying to think. Like, at what point did they vomit lasers? Maybe it was more like he had a beam of laser come out of his mouth or something. Man, I don't. I remember don't remember that. that though. Does anyone remember laser? Were you, thi- were you thinking <laughs> of uh, the lighthouse? <laughs> no, I'm. I don't think so. Bad luck to kill a seabird. <laughs> <laughs> remember when I said that for like three weeks straight, and you got really mad at me? I don't think I got mad. Did oh, I? you got mad after a while. You're like, quit saying that. <laughs> Bad luck to kill a seabird. Now it's funny again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny at first, and then it probably gets old, and then it gets funny again. Mm -hmm. That's comedy, baby. (laughs) Comes in threes. (laughs) (laughs) Goes back in time and tries again, going through all the universes. Strange is in a time loop, so everyone on Earth will live. Strange basically just annoys the crap out of Dormammu to get what he wants. This just like was, a child. Th- oh, my God. <laughs> this is the moment that, like, really solidified how much I love this movie. I am a sucker for time travel movies, but that was, like, so clever. Yeah, it was good. Oh, man, I loved that. <laughs> and I kind of wonder, like, how long he was in that loop. Yeah. Like, they don't say. Was it like a... I have no idea. You know, was it like a... 20 minutes or was it like thousands of years like it's kind of cool to think about that yeah for sure dr strange comes down to talk to kale tells him he's got eternal life but he ain't gonna like it oh we didn't really explain how he defeat how like how how that you just said he acted like a kid yeah i mean you're welcome to yeah elaborate. he basically was just like he went up there to dormammu and was like I, I'm, we're stuck in a time loop now. And, uh, so you can kill me, but I'm going to keep coming back. Mm -hmm. And he's like, well, I can do this all day. And he's like, yeah, so can I. (laughs) Yeah. And so like, he's like, I'm coming to bargain. And he just kept going in that time loop basically until Dormammu just got so tired. Yeah. He's like, I'm in a prison. He's like, yeah, yeah, you are. Whenever you're ready to bargain, I can do that. Mm -hmm. He'd make a good teacher. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Strange closes up the sanctum, and Hong Kong as well. Mordu says natural law was broken, so there will be consequences. The bill is due. That's what he kept saying. Ah, yeah. Mordu ain't gonna follow him no more. Wong says there's an infinity stone. I know a little about those now. (laughs) Yeah, I was thinking about that. Like, how many have, I think there's three that we've come into contact with so far. Yeah. Because there's think. Vision's uh, head nugget. Mm-hmm. There is um, Doctor Strange's amulet of Agababaga. There is Loki's staff. Maybe. Sure. I think it's just three right now. I can't think of the other ones. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I think there was one in Guardians of the Galaxy, but I can't remember which. Yeah, that does sound right. How many are how many nuggets are there? I want to say there's five nuggets, but I'm so not sure. It's a five sure. nugget pack. Yeah. Or I thought it was six. Six nuggets. Because I'm just thinking of the Thanos' glove that I've seen everywhere, and there's like one on each knuckle and then one in the middle. Okay. But I, I, I haven't seen them, so I could be wrong. Yeah. I'm, I don't know. The last things I have are Strange looks at his watch and trembles, and to close, close out um, another subtitle... Dramatic music playing. Dun, dun, That's dun. all I got. Yeah. That's all I got. Um, so I will go ahead and, and do mine. Um, I loved this movie. I really, really did. Uh, I think you know, the thing that we talked about while we were watching it 
is that this doesn't, it didn't even seem like it was a Marvel movie because it was just so like out there. Like it was almost just like a really cool science fiction movie. Um, and I think that has a lot to do with the fact that it's, you know, magic based. I, like I said, I'm a sucker for time travel. I really like Benedict Cumberbatch. Tilda Swinton, is there anything she's been bad in? No. Like, if you guys have not seen the remake of Suspiria... So good. Go and watch Suspiria. It is bonkers, but it's so good. If you want a long, weird movie, yeah. that's the one. Oh, man. It is a slow... Like, it's a horror movie. Really slow burn. It is crazy. She's in it. She's in it, like... She plays... Yeah, anyway, this isn't the Suspiria podcast. Um... Yeah, no, I loved it. And I think, like, he's a character that I didn't know a lot about, and I'm on board. Like, he's one of my favorite guys. Like, probably right now, he's at least my favorite or second favorite. Ant-Man is, like... Oh, yeah. Just in terms of comedy. But I think, like, as just a character, I really like Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. Um, so, <laughs> as the Marvel movie, as a Marvel movie, I'm going to give this 10... Wow. This is my first 10. Wow. I loved this movie so much. As just a movie, I would give it like an 8. Yeah. So. Okay. That's cool. What about you? Um, I really liked this one too. Yeah, it didn't really feel like a Marvel movie, which was kind of great. Like, I guess he's kind of a superhero, but it seemed more like... Just like a cool sci-fi movie yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, he's like a magician. Yeah, just kind of cool. I think one of the biggest things for me is like lately when I try to watch movies, I just kind of get uh, kind of bored halfway through. And I didn't with this one. And that's that's any That's a movies. big thing. It's not just Marvel movies. That's kind of any movies. Yeah. Like I always need like a little bit of a break between things. I remember how like mad you, you were when we watched Les Mis. Yeah, like I just I just need a break. I need to get up and walk around for a little bit. I just can't sit still for that long, I guess. Yeah, the two things you said in that movie, it was the first one was, why is it so long? And the other one was, why are they literally singing <laughs> everything they're saying? I didn't know. I didn't know <laughs> that's how the movie was going to be. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I really liked it. I don't know if I'll go for 10 uh, it's, it's hard to say. I will say it's one of my favorites that we've watched so far. Um, so I'll give it a nine. I mean, I guess my, my other question is like, you know, I mean, how I'm thinking about it is we're already, you know, 13, 14 movies in. Yeah. I feel like there's a really good standard for like what's, you know, like the first couple movies, you wouldn't want to give the first couple movies like a 10 cause you don't have any right. thing to base it off of. But I also think like, would I watch this movie again? Yes. And I would watch this movie again. I would. And there's not many... Marvel movies that I would, so far, that I would watch again. Mm-hmm. So that's why a 10 for me, but yeah. a 9 for you. I think I'll stick with my 9. I mean, either way, that's still pretty pretty Still damn pretty good. darn good, yep. It's funny because I was thinking about this, like, you know, when we watched, like, the first couple of them, first couple movies, and we're like, oh, oh boy. Like, a couple of them were pretty rough. Yeah. Like, I felt like for a while there we were just, like, shitting on all these movies. Because mm-hmm. they're like, they're not that good, they're not that good. Then, like, this one's like, holy shit! Like, the last yeah. couple of them have been really good. They have been. And I'm I'm pretty stoked for the the upcoming ones still, too. So. Yeah, next one's Guardians of the Galaxy. Volume 2. Yeah, and then I think after that, it's is it Spider-Man? I want to say it's Spider-Man. I'm so excited for Spider-Man. I'm stoked for Spider-Man. So, cool. Cool. Well, do we have anything else? That's all I've got. Cool. That's all I've got. Okay. Well, bye. Later, taters. Thanks for listening. If you have any comments or questions, um, I can't remember the question that we. It had. was do you li- like do you watch movies with subtitles or not? Oh yeah, if you want to tell us about subtitles, uh, feel free to email us at unmarvelouspodcast at gmail dot com. We are also on Instagram at unmarvelouspodcast and Twitter at unmarvelouspod. Later, nerds. So, again, we've kind of got, like, a mid-credits and then, like, an end-credits 
kind of set up here. Yeah. I don't know if that's just like the standard from now on or, or what. But the first one we got is Thor says, so Earth has wizards now. <laughs> Thor says he doesn't drink tea and he has a huge stein. The stein keeps spilling up. It comes in pints. <laughs> um, he talks about Loki and wants to help them find Odin. That's what I Yeah, got. it was kinda it seemed like it was setting it up for like in the next Thor movie he might be involved in it somehow. Which is kinda cool. Mm-hmm. So then the next one I have Stud Muffin, McCann's and Pants the Third, says Sparky Spark and the Funky Bunch. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's what you said. It's that one guy who got healed, Pangborn. Mordu talks to him. Pangborn starts swiping, and Mordu steals some oh, of his yeah. energy. And Mordu says there's too many sorcerers. And then we get Doctor Strange will return. Yeah, so Mordu's a bad guy now. Yeah. I don't remember Sparky Sparking. I don't either, much, but... Gosh I, darn, if that isn't just hilarious on its own. Yeah. <laughs> Sparky Spark and the Funky Bunch. There must have been some s- sparks or something. Well, I mean, I think he was grinding something. Yeah. But I don't know why I said Sparky Spark and the Funky Bunch. Eh, I don't know. Hmm. That's it? And don't forget to be awesome, guys. Yeah. You're doing a good job. You are. I won't be too sappy today, but you're doing good. You're doing the thing. Take a breath. You got this. Yeah. <laughs>